0: Indie Music Live Episode 110. What's up, everybody? Let me know that you're here by saying hello in the chat. So I'm sitting here with some dudes tonight. Cool a bunch dudes. of dudes, man. It's a sausage fest tonight. What's up, David Sausage Werba?
1: <laughs> man, we got some killer music tonight, man. We got Sammy from Blue Helix. We got a, just a bunch of great bands. We got Mr. Chris Swan to come in and critique. Some Jazz legend. Us. Jazz legend from St. Louis, man. It's official. <laughs>
0: he's done can you believe it he's doing like this I mean this is sort of a podcast if you're listening to it like you know just the audio or whatever on iTunes or SoundCloud or D sound but um, you know this is a a, you know a show but it's day. Chris has done uh, two shows today two podcasts today he is so famous
2: what's up Chris (laughs) it's a busy day man thanks for squeezing me in guys (laughs) I'm always (laughs) wanting to squeeze you in I know you are Anyway, what's up, man? How you been? Good, man. Good. Yeah, busy as ever, but uh, life is good. And uh, it's good to see your smiling faces again through the always, man. screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always. So yeah. a
0: little bit, we're going to have a uh, featured artist of the night, Blue Helix. We're sitting with Sammy. They're getting ready to go on tour with Brazil. We're going to get deeper with Dave, with him in a little bit. But let's go ahead and listen to a tune to start off with. Uh, Rob, when you're ready, let's listen to Bad Mash with their song Signature. At Tuesday here on Indie Music Live, episode 110. Seems like 100 was just like yesterday, but we're at 110 already. So uh, hello, Lincoln, Gabriel Hodge, David Myers, Brandon Wolf, Warren Galloway, Bill Bruner, everybody that's joining us. Hello. Share this video out and let your friends and lovers and family know that you are watching Indie Music Live, episode 110. Doug Wolfgram just came in. Hello, sir. So that was um, bad mash. <laughs> Everything all right over there, guys? Okay, bad mash with signature. So these guys are obviously a little green, right? But yeah. I can hear through the greenness. What
1: do you hear Anybody through else? the greenness? <laughs> what do you What do you hear through? <laughs> what do you hear through? What do you hear through the greenness, Joe? Well, what, I can hear
0: what, the what... talent. I mean, there's you know they have the uh, it's it seems like the recording was probably done pretty quick and in somebody's basement. Um, But I would like to hear from more from this group overall. Um, I think they're just
2: young and probably just starting out. That's the same kind of exact same impression I had. Like you definitely, I definitely hear some uh, possibilities there, Um, Mm -hmm. but you can tell they're definitely uh, new and kind of uh, just probably starting out and finding their sound and all that stuff. And we all go through that process um so i agree i think it's a band to kind of listen to and see how they progress over the next few years Um, i'd like to hear some of the other stuff too just it's an obvious
0: it's an obvious call for me like the um the the what's the word for it the not the hi-hats but the ride symbol and the hi-hats were like really really blazing high that was the one thing that kind of bothered me about it the song overall reminds me kind of like black sabbath like an old black sabbath um, with a girl singer and it's I that like slow, that
1: kind of like, yeah, that slow kind of metal yeah. ring, riff. Yeah. You know? So they're called Some,
2: pink Sabbath cause it's a girl. Pink
1: Sabbath, yeah. Oh, no, I, I actually heard a little, like, uh, <laughs> this is almost like a Liz fair demo. Like if you think of like Liz fairs demo album in college or something, I, I, I think it was, uh, That's interesting. I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of feeling, I, I know I've referred to her a few times in the past, but, uh, yeah, it was it, it was just a little pitchy the vocals at times. It's just just a little raw. Uh, could use some work in the mix and everything. Vocals just felt just in a different atmosphere in this recording. Like it didn't just gel. Super awesome, but but yeah, I mean it, it's it's getting there. So we'll see, man. I, I hope they send so us their day. next album. I hope they send us their next album. We want to see the progression here.
0: Just so everybody knows, that's what, that's what we say when we like what you're doing, but we think you still have a little more to go. And not that we're perfect or come out with the most awesome, amazing, perfectly written music ever or anything like that, but we always like to say... We're really excited about the next album. So keep doing it. Keep growing. Do what you do. Um, Let's go ahead. We got music news coming up a little bit. We got Blue Helix coming up, featured artists. Uh, But before then, let's listen to one more tune. This is Secondhand Arms Dealer with their song Living. Again, share this out. Let us know what you think in the comments. We'll be right back. live episode 110 i like that group a lot they remind me of music that i was listening to in college back in the the late 90s um more than not but i mean they sound they're current too i still listen to this type of music i don't you know i'm not saying i don't but these guys are good i like them they're they're real that they, the basement looks like every other basement that i've rehearsed in. <laughs> Yeah, I know. so you
1: know i think we all lived in that space for like at least 10 years yeah that always brings me back looking at that like visual i'm like i mean that was it the basement jam space i've lived there for 10 years
2: i'm Um, pretty sure i slept on that floor
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) beer stains and just yeah yeah, all, all that crap but yeah i'll go first here chris is uh that that guitar melody I mean that was always my role in the band was coming up with a you know cool melody for the song this guy nailed it I, I love that like light airy reverb type of uh, melody during the verses um killed it there man i I mean this is a, it's a little raw you know I, I, I kind of feel like I know where this band is at like they've they've played together long enough to kind of gel and develop a sound. And that's, like, the most exciting part. It's like, all right, guys, it's like, I think we got something here. So now it's just about fine-tuning and tightening the shit up and then, like, putting out a solid record. And, and it's, it's just a little raw right now, but I, it's just another one of those bands, man. I, I want to see where they go because they, like, I don't know, the three-piece, man. I, I love the three-piece when they can, like, pull that off because it's... uh the full sound, yeah. Yeah. To make a full sound of it a three piece it's like it, you know every guy's gotta do really well and be conscious of all the notes and all the parts they're playing they got to be super tight to make it work but chris what do you think
2: yeah man i i, I totally agree uh i i was gonna say the same thing i love the uh, guitar sound the sound of his guitar and that that guitar part is great the uh i'm not a why are you laughing at me, Joe? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know things about guitars, uh, but I like it when they sound good, and that one sounds real good. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, I like their uh, I like their chord choices. But yeah, exactly. The sound was just kind of something different. It was weird. I thought it took a, a long time for the vocals to come in. I kept thinking it was going to be pretty long intro song you know but which is fine i mean definitely maybe doesn't follow the pop formula but i'm sure that's not what they're trying to do anyway so um so that's fine do something a little different um i also like that they took the effort to put a camera up in their basement and film it that was uh that was cool sometimes that's all you got to do just to show your fans some behind the scenes footage and that can it's be real. New- shit. That's right.
1: real. Right. They, yeah, that's yeah. exactly like what they're going through right now. That's what they're living in. Exactly. Did yeah. you guys hear the Lou Reed intro? It was kind of like uh, the bass. like Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Nice stuff. Bass actually sounded
0: really good, too, I thought. so. All right. We're going to get to Blue Helix in just a moment for those of you that are waiting for Blue Helix. But, Rob, let's do some music news first. All right, so everybody knows about the Me Too uh, you know, campaign that's been going on and how, you know, Harvey Weinstein and and all those people are, you know, getting just railed for all the misbehavior that they've been having taken uh, taking a part of in the last whatever 30, 40 years. <laughs> Music industry is next. There's a lady that if you guys check out this article on the ins uh, I'm sorry, the Daily Beast Um, I'm having a little bit of a problem here. Okay, there we go. Uh, the industry, the insider exposing, there's an insider exposing the music industry harassment. And, uh, she was in the industry a long time ago and, um, has come back. She has some things to say. And I just hope that you read the article, which
1: I can't get to right now because I'm having computer issues, but Dave, did you read this article? I did read it and it was, uh, not to, not to kind of like slough it off or anything, but it's just like the, it's it's everywhere. I mean, it, it's like these different sectors of business, and everything. At the high corporate level, this this shit exists everywhere, you know. And it was just she's talking about like it's filthy when you get like all these situations, and everything. Yeah, I mean the 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 high level corporate, the more money involved, the worth, the filthier it is. It just gets it, it, in the music industry, it's you don't always think about like corporate America or corporate situations in the music industry because you equate that to like watching a band live and you think it's just, you know, Hey, it's just art. Everything's cool. But yeah, this stuff exists there as well. And (laughs) I mean, Rob does it. I mean, you know, we're, yeah,
2: we have to have an HR meeting after this. (laughs) We
1: have uh, some complaints about Rob that will probably, (laughs) We have to address next week, but yeah, remember when we when we used to give them the mic and let them
0: talk? Yeah, we know.
1: <laughs> she was, yeah. Now, so I mean, but, I yeah. just thought it was interesting
0: because nobody's really been focusing on the in on the music industry um, as far as the Me Too situation, but you know, it's out there and it's gonna it's gonna shit's gonna hit the fan, Loopy.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's no surprise. I mean, it's been going on. Everybody knows the the stories, and I think maybe uh, the focus was in Hollywood at first, and now that they've you know, milked that one dry, although I'm sure there's lots more to come out, but now let's move on to the next industry, you know? So, I mean, it's going to continue. I mean, wherever there's guys who are in power and have money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Coming out, you know, I mean, I'd, I'm glad that there's like change happening and stuff. That's obviously good, but I don't think any of this is like any kind of surprise or any kind of, um, but maybe it's just, facing making people say it out loud and maybe some good change you know will come out of it um, but luckily I'm a dude and not a dude with a lot of money so I haven't had to deal with this on either side of it <laughs> so you know I can't speak from personal experience but but yeah I'm sure it's going to be kind of crazy to see who who comes out you know who comes out uh who gets me too uh out Ooh, of the there list. you go uh well if
0: you want to guys want to check out the article there's a lot in the article and there's some things that i would want to say but i don't really want to say the words that they're using um to on the you know uh <laughs> necessarily just the way they talk and stuff you can read it and figure it out it's on the daily beast and the article's called the place exposing music industry harassment no one is listening to this to these women or something like that um so anyway on to the next story um I don't know if you guys saw Quincy Jones, um, with his yeah, this
1: is interesting, job. little rant, mm-hmm. yeah. but,
0: uh, he's claiming that, uh, Michael Jackson stole a bunch of songs from him and all this stuff. And I found this article, um, on, uh, what is this one on? This one's on bet.com where uh, TMZ caught up with Joe Jackson, his dad, Michael Jackson's dad and found, uh, uh, tried to get a reaction from him. And actually I thought he handled it pretty well. He, um, Basically, just said I don't talk about people, but Quincy Jones knows better. Um, but, you know, this kind of stuff happens all the time when you're, you know, some when you're in the studio and you're working on songs, it gets the lines get a little blurred on whose idea was what sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're in a studio with somebody who has a major ego, like, I don't know, Michael Jackson or somebody, there's a good chance that that stuff might get stolen. I'm not saying Michael Jackson did that, but that happens all the time. So
1: I don't know. Thoughts? Well, the reason I was really torn on this, I mean, you you look at, I'm sure Michael Jackson, even with all of his issues, he's still a hero to millions of people. Um, But what kind of stood out in in stories like this to me is when guys that are like 75, 80, 90 years old come out with just like kind of getting stuff off their back and it's like, okay, this is what really happened. I mean, when they're that age, like, it's rarely just BS. Mm, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what what's the motivation to just, like, drop this bomb of a lie at, like, 85 years old? <laughs> like, what? That's usually when you kind of, you know, uncover something you've been, like, holding back other, for 20 years or something. So. I believe there's uh,
0: other industry people that have kind of come out and said sort of the same thing. I'm not really sure, but sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, uh, I'm actually Chris. I did no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Chris, you're you're a huge Michael Jackson fan. I mean, a lot of your influences from him, and you know, you and I back in the day when we were in the band, we would cover Michael Jackson songs on our shows and stuff, yeah. and our music was highly influenced by Michael Jackson. So I don't know what, are you, what are your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing that can come out that will ever take away my love for Michael Jackson and his music, and I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, and again like you kind of touched on it but yeah man everybody steals everything first of all there's no yeah. such thing as an original like you know uh key uh, chord progression anymore you know like everybody's stealing and using it's just kind of how you take it and change it and make it your own and i think michael jackson is no different i mean
1: I think- oh, okay chris how about this here's a perfect example did vanilla ice steal the david <laughs> oh, yeah. bowie baseline did he no
2: he, they added the extra bass note.
1: Cause yeah. that, like I was thinking about that too. It's like maybe Michael Jackson, you heard this like riff or something. Right. And for some reason it's like brought back into the news. Like, Oh yeah, he stole that riff, but it's like, Oh, he changed three notes. And it's like that, that yeah. debate kind of comes back where it's like, yeah. Uh, well, and then it goes oh,
2: yeah. into like the essence of the song and all that stuff,
1: or yeah.
0: whatever the word is, you know, yeah. they can get to.
2: Because this was different. I don't think it was a sample, but you know, just just a general chord progression or feeling. Like it's hard to like, where mm-hmm. is that line, dude? You know, mm-hmm. like I don't know. Uh, I think we're just lucky to have all the songs we have from him and Donna Summer and whoever else he said he was ripping off. You know, like yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm thankful to have all of it. And who cares? Yeah. Who took what? Like at this point, it's just an amazing work of art that we're lucky to have, so. All right, cool. So last story is the one we've been talking
0: about. We hit 2,500 likes on our Facebook page and it's pretty much, straight, you know, it's straight organic. We don't really advertise for likes necessarily. Not that we won't in the past, but, um or in the future. But um, we hit 2,500. We're actually well on our way to 2,600 now. And so for all of February, we're offering 25% off for any service in our store. All you gotta do is go um, put in the code FEB25FEB25 at uh, checkout whenever you're ordering whatever service you like, reviews, social promo. We have a new video production package that uh, we're offering in, cur- in uh, what is in what is it, in, co- in cohesion with? <laughs> yes, with, uh, good word. Video? I don't
1: know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? That's it, dude, in cohesion with.
0: Cool, nice. <laughs> All right, so. Let's go ahead and bring in Featured Artist of the Week. He's been hanging out with us um, patiently for the last 45 minutes or so in Seattle, Washington, and about ready to go on tour in Brazil. I'd like to welcome Sammy with the band Blue Helix. How are you doing tonight, sir?
3: I'm doing great. I do want to say something real quick. The Vanilla Ice song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, what, what his comments are. It goes just like this. His song goes, dun 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 dun, da, dun, da, dun 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 and our song goes dun 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 dun, 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> totally different totally different that's man doesn't, it doesn't clarify <laughs> <laughs> where that where, where we're at with that i don't know what that, but and literally that's it, verbatim how that interview went I, that's I, awesome i could not stop laughing
0: so. i gotta look that up i gotta look that up so dude You've been hanging out with us. Thank you for being patient. Every featured artist has to come in and get their shots set up and all that stuff. And, you know, you've never really done this. So thanks for being patient and being cool. Um, we're going to watch and, and watch your video, Anti-Social Butterfly, a little sample of it. And uh, what I do with the featured artists is give us your elevator speech about what, you know, if somebody comes up to you and says, oh, you're in a band, tell me about it. Just give us your elevator speech. Let us know a little bit about what the video is about, and then we're going to come back and get deeper with Dave.
3: All right. Uh, well, Blue Helix uh, started in 2008. Uh, members are Marco Bica on drums, my, my brother from another mother. He's uh, born and raised in Brazil, lives here in Seattle now. Uh, we uh, also have uh, Brandon Wolf Gebhardt on the bass. Uh, he's one of the original uh, musicians in the band. Uh, he uh, he's like my little brother. Armand Barang, uh, literally one of my best friends in the whole world, on lead guitar. And uh, on tour, we're taking a buddy of ours named Nasser with us, too. So uh, we're going to be a five-piece on the road in Brazil. This will be our first tour. Um, Thankfully, we've had some success with radio uh, rotation in Brazil on 89.1 FM. And uh, we actually recently made the top 10 most requested. So... Uh, we are, we, we are taking a lot of, uh, celebratory tequila shots here at the Blue Helix studio. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty rad. So we, um, we basically are, we, we have eight, uh, shows confirmed. Uh, we're going to get another two this week. Uh, we'll be there for three weeks and, uh, we couldn't be more excited. Uh, as far as the antisocial butterfly video, uh, this was a labor of love, like pretty much everything we do, right? First labor of love, tale of two halves. <laughs> Second labor of love. <laughs> and so- <laughs> Nice, and... I like this guy, he's got it Third all. Third labor of love, <laughs> and such a butterfly video. So, you know, uh, just quick synapse to the video. I was bullied a lot as a kid, uh, as a musician, an independent musician. I also feel like the uh, music scene, uh, music industry is a little bit of a bully. So the video kind of, you know, touches ba- touches on my, my my past and my present bully, right? That, I, that I'm that i confronting. The song was created and written to give hope to people who suffer from bullying or, you know, to, to so you know, all, all of Blue Helix's music has the same kind of pretense, right? Where it's it starts off with this, like, you know, maybe sad or depressing kind of sentiment, but it always ends with hope. And, you know, the, the fight goes on. And Antisocial Butterfly is more of an angry anthem for the bully, you know? Um, and if you look at the if you, you know, little uh, insider to the video, the, the the kid, the main, the kid who's getting bullied, those things that actually happened to him happened to me in school. Uh, he's even wearing some of the shirts that I used to wear in high school. Uh, you, got, oh, nice. if you guys watch the video, you guys can be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh,
0: cool.
3: And, uh, but yeah, his, his personal, his journey and um, in, in, in his story in the video, as you follow the story to the end, it really does leave you with hope it leaves you wanting to fight uh, no matter what in life is, you know, beating you down. And uh, and obviously for musicians who watch the video, that, that the whole interaction with us in the music industry judges, that's for you. That's for you guys, you know? Give awesome. Them, Let's give do it. Help.
0: Let's play <laughs> it. Awesome. So here we go. This is Blue Helix. Share this video out. Let us know what you think in the comments. We'll be right back with Deeper with Dave. Yep. Deeper. <laughs>
1: Answered by all right <clears throat> every artist has to have some level of like passion and energy just to like make it to the stage and play in front of people but oftentimes it's like when, when they're up there and they make it there they're kind of stiff deer in headlights they don't know what to do um, but once they're able to able to tap into that energy and become truly uninhibited they've crossed a major threshold and sammy you've done that dude thanks i mean it's clear that you have done that and that's the first thing i want to talk about is that an innate sense or is that something that you like worked on for years to be able to just like let loose
3: if it wasn't for music i would probably be a serial killer (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay. what, what you see on that video, what you see live, that's me letting go of everything that I keep in daily, weekly, last year when I was growing up. I mean, that's just I, none of that's put on. None of that is planned. It, it is what it is, you know. I mean, All
1: right. Sure. We've we've actually had a couple artists that uh, i have said similar statements to that You know have that kind of style on stage where it's like man like that you look you watch them it's like that guy does not care like what he looks like it's just like he has released all that shit and it's just like dude this is who i am this is my voice This is my sound like this is my opportunity to like release my voice and i'm not holding anything back so for artists that struggle with that and are not sure how to kind of get over that wall what would you say to a man? Like, say something to them right now because they're watching the show right now.
3: Here's the reality every band needs to rehearse their, their performance, right? Like, musicians just don't, you know, when you watch Metallica, they don't just sink and, you know, slam the hair at some <laughs> random time. They all figure it out in rehearsal, you know, like you see a pop show or all sorts of artists, you see everything. There are chord moments in a live show where it's coordinated with, you know, the members themselves. When it comes to being, you know, a singer, the moment you start thinking, oh, I need to stand this way, or I need to do this, or I need to do that. It, when, the moment you take yourself out of the moment, that's when you lose yourself. You, you lose the connection to the crowd, you lose the connection to your voice. I, I noticed that the, the first barrier live for me is always get the sound right, right? You know, you're dealing with, you know, different venues you you deal with different sound guys every night right and
1: yeah like release that part of your stress like just get that out of the way yeah okay
3: that up the 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 most difficult thing about live shows is setting up the gear and getting a good enough sound check to be able to show your product and show and and, you'll show your art in the right way that once you get past that moment the first song is always like the nerves song right Mm mm-hmm you know and i always choose our most difficult song first i'm like you know what this is going to throw me in the fire our most difficult song is anodyne off the new record so i say okay let's open up with anodyne right let's 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 make it a challenge because if we can get by that and work by that past that first song with all the glitches that could possibly happen the rest of the show is mine the rest of the show is ours you know what i mean that's the mindset I, I note I noticed the worst shows I've ever had is when I'm sitting here and thinking about things. I'm thinking about pitch and I'm thinking about what other people might be feeling or thinking or thinking about who messed up yeah,
1: on. It's those thoughts that pull you back into becoming inhibited. Right. And it's like that but that this stuff is so important, dude, because it's like there's there's so many talented, great artists that are just like Absolute geniuses at their instrument, and they but they can never get over that wall, and mm-hmm. it, and it holds back their career. Like this, like I that's why I was looking forward to talking to you about this stuff because I I just looked at your performance, and and you're one of like r- really small amount of artists that we've kind of uh featured, where it's like when you watch them, it's like man, dude, there there's not an ounce. It, it's clear there's not an ounce that you're like holding back, and. Once people are able to do that, it just like transforms their career. It really does. I mean, yeah.
3: The one thing I've always uh, enjoyed most about performing is when you can look at someone in the eye in the crowd and actually physically connect, you know, connect Yeah. and then, you know, they actually can, you, you know, that's, that's the conversation is the eye connection. You know, I try, I try to, I try to live, you know, connect with people, watching us perform because that helps me relax.
1: Well, the that's moment, a good point no. though. See, so much, See, you seek that out, but so many artists try and avoid that. Like they don't want to see the person out there. They just want to get through the show right. and make sure they play their parts properly. And it's like, this, this is, I think this is super important, but we got to move on, dude. So sure. I, another thing, dude, I'm shocked. This is This is like your first kind of major tour. Like with that yes. type of sound, dude, I'm shocked. Like I... I was looking you guys up. I was expecting to see you've opened up for like, you know, 20 different major label acts and everything. Cause your, your sound is fucking killer,
3: man. I appreciate that. Look, yeah, uh, I couldn't do it without the brother to my left and the brother to my right. You know, my bass player Wolf actually keeps me grounded all the time. Like I fly off the handle every practice. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> this doesn't sound right. This. He's like, dude, chill out. Possibly <laughs> <You know, laughs> at shows too, you know, I'm freaking out. And he's like, What can I help you with? dude? Stop freaking out. So you know, shout out to my brother Wolf, because uh, <laughs> it's tough, man. It is hard. It is hard. Alright, so know, man, what's
1: what's coming up for you guys like with albums? And uh, like, are you just gonna kind of focus on touring for a few months and then get back to recording? Or are you gonna like dedicate the whole year to just playing what you've uh, released?
3: We are focusing 2018 on anti-social butterfly. This record needs to. We need to tour. Uh, I mean, Brazil's the first stop, and we're going to see what else we can muster up. You know, it's 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 hard getting into the European circuit. So we're gonna we're gonna but we're gonna try that route, uh, and we're looking to some uh, Midwest touring as well in the in the states. Uh, you know, a little bit south. Um, however, uh, you know, the focus is from is March all of month month of March. Uh, Let's make Brazil. Let, you know, let's shock them, right? Let's, yeah,
1: man, that, that's going to be amazing, take, dude.
3: You know, look, the, the reality is this: you know, when people show interest and love in what you're doing, that's where you need to be. And Brazil, people in Brazil, first off, Brazilians are the most loving, kind people I've ever met in my life. You know, my, i married Brazilian. You know, if that doesn't tell you tell you <laughs> enough right there. But um, you know. The, the way they've responded to our music and and you know uh, the interaction I've had on social media, I talk to all our fans. I get a message on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook from a fan or someone that likes our music. They get a response directly from me. You know, I. Tell that
1: them, makes a difference too, man. That that stuff's important. Hey, where can people find you? What like what are your handles and everything for? Uh,
3: everything's Blue Helix Music. Um, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, everything's Blue Helix Music. Bluehelixmusic.com. Um, we encourage people to, uh, get us on iTunes music is Spotify as well. Following us on Spotify and, uh, supporting us in all the streaming. If you're going to get it for free, do it the right way,
1: <laughs> dude. I want, we got to have you back to like be a critic. Cause I, I want to chat for like 30 more minutes, but we got to move on here dude. <laughs> it's like, we got to get to the next tune. It was, it was pleasure having you on, man. It was great have chatting. Fun.
3: Listen, awesome music me, man I, I i say i'll tell you this guys hopefully next time we have this conversation I, you know uh we got more exciting
1: things. yeah coming back from a successful brazil tour dude uh, yeah i have we, no doubt
3: look i have yeah. no doubt we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna have it have a great out there and and i'm just grateful for the ride so far
1: you know amazing thanks sammy
3: thanks for having me guys
1: take care bud all
3: right, all bye, right
1: rob if you're ready to queue up the next tune we're going to play empty streets by omanoko thank you
3: well
0: i've been coming closer to the end of these old dead empty streets as you take your stand well maybe understand it when you
1: Streets by Elmanoko, man. This uh it was a rare occurrence after listening to this song a few times. Opened up Spotify, added to playlists. Yeah, it's like my dude. Man, these wow, I really like these guys. This is such a rare submission. I'm not sure why. Like maybe we can dig into that later or something, but this is like uh a fresh rock, like alt rock uh sound where the influences are within the past five to 10 years like that. Why is that so rare, Joe? i mean like, like,
0: they're like uh, killers.
1: uh, Like, you know, yeah.
0: Like they're they're right in what's happening out or, you know, what's going on. I don't know.
1: I like this band a lot. Like so much of the rock stuff we get are the references to go back to like nineties, eighties and everything. But that like love this guy's voice dude. The, these guys are on the doorstep of greatness. I I'm, wouldn't be surprised if they're like already, you know, negotiating with labels and sponsors and all that stuff, because, man, this is a totally. really hot sound. I re- yeah, it, it's like it sounds like if you listen to this song, it's like, oh, what band is this? I know this band. Like, who, who are they like? You, you'd you kind of assume that they're already famous type of a situation yeah. Chris. What do you think? Um, yes,
2: (laughs) yes to all. (laughs) Thing on check one two.
1: Um,
2: (laughs) yeah, I mean that's exactly what I was gonna say. These guys are awesome. Definitely the standout track uh, so far, other than Blue Helix, of course. Uh, I mean, I thought I think all the the music tonight is is really pretty quality. I mean this this was um. Definitely a great band, a good sound, interesting name. I was just sitting here nodding to everything you just said, so you took everything I was
1: going to say. But, hmm. but
2: I think hmm. they definitely got I, – I agree. I think we could see more from these guys. I think this might be one of those bands that
1: – Well, nobody said Big Bad Voodoo Daddy yet. You could still – Oh, yeah. No, right it here. was
2: – or the mighty, mighty Bostones. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's man. old. <laughs> right. No one gets that joke, guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's funny to us. Old though. joke. Old yeah, joke. old joke. So yeah. I would definitely want to hear more from these guys, man. Great band.
0: Cool. So everybody's hanging out with us. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Um, let us know in the comments. Feel free to chat with us. Um, if we see your comment, we will definitely say hello. P. The Politicians here. He says, super dope. Tim Yoder, Jeez. Phil Salamoni, Chad Basco, Jason Robert Robinson. Uh, Ryan Coughlin, lots of familiar faces. Mike, Mike Fitzpatrick. He's a he's a nice guy as well. Um, and then a lot of people that were here for uh, Blue Helix. And thanks for still hanging out with us. Um, let's see. Let's listen to the last tune of the night. This is Liz Shetner with her song Wild. I hope you like horses
1: and nature. <laughs>
3: it rained How come
0: Horses scare the living crap out of me, just so everybody knows. Um, beautiful animals. I think they're amazing, but I I just, they scare the crap out of They're so big, so big and strong. Um, and I'm always worried that one's going to kick me in the head. So, anyway, <laughs> that was. <one is>, um, <laughs> <laughs> with was shetner with wild um i love the music i think this girl has a lot of promise and i think that her style and 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 feel of what she's doing is is really nice um she's cute you know i don't know about the video i'm re- that's just like a it's like a nightmare to me just because i'm scared of horses but um Chris, <laughs> you love horses aren't you a horseback ride, rider
2: yeah dude all day air day as they say <laughs> where i live uh I love that she's making you face your fears. That's good for you, buddy. I'm I'm happy for you. Um, but I know I agree. Yeah, the video is a little weird, but it also fits the song. Like it's weird, but it it really kind of is like yeah, yeah. This makes sense to, for some reason. Um, you know, typically like. Rob. Uh, yeah. First, I mean, I hear her voice. I Rob just took his
1: shirt off again. Holy so cow!
2: Nice. Uh, you want to see a girl in a field with a guitar and some horses? Yeah, man, why not? Some dude riding around in the background, whatever. Uh, <laughs> don't ask questions; just take it all in. But, but really, man, I dig the song a lot. Yeah, the song's uh, good. I actually really like it. I, um, you know, this is not usually my cup of tea or whatever, but. Uh,
1: Environmental folk is not your cup of tea.
2: I mean, I maybe I'm a new fan. I kind of like it. I, I really like her voice. I like the melody. I like the chorus, the production. I mean, I like the song. It's super simple, but, um, but it's good. I, like I her. see.
1: Here's what I see, man. It's like an environmental charity, any type of charity. This is like their theme song in their video when they have like a gathering or an event, this is what they play on the screen. Totally. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, somewhat political messages in there, which is, which is cool. That's a big part of music and lyrics. Um, Yeah, <laughs> Rob had a comment that was uh, pretty interesting, but yeah, environmental folk. I mean, this is kind of like a 60s, 70s style. I was thinking back to like you know uh, Joan Baez and all the old, exactly you know seventies folk chicks. Uh, yeah, but yeah, th- this is uh, it was <laughs> interesting. It was just like I don't know. It, it felt it felt like that video like could have been made in 1978 or something I just it was like I don't know it's just different it was interesting and it was uh, it was pleasant and everything uh, but yeah so you know it, it falls in that range where there was we've got a lot of songs like that where at the end of the day it doesn't seem to me it's like it's not about the engineering and the mix it's really about like the lyrics and the message as the main kind of point of the song because um, she's talking just about you know, acid rain and, and environment and all that stuff. So,
0: Yeah, she's got a sweet voice. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's a good song. I hope that uh, you know, take it slightly with a grain of salt when we're talking about the video. We just were joking about it, and horses scare the crap out of me. I hope
1: you don't have bad dreams about horses tonight, Joe. White horses stomping <laughs> on your face. <laughs> oh, God.
0: I'm not going to sleep tonight. So anyway, let's wrap this bad boy up. Uh, let's see. Chris. What's yes. happening with you in, in the next uh, couple of weeks? I don't know when we're going to have you back, but we'll have you back again soon. I just don't know when it is off the top of my head.
2: Yeah, me neither. I know it's a few weeks, but uh, yeah, man, I always love being here. Um, I got some new music beds coming out. I'm putting, mm. out, some, yeah, I'm putting out these music bed packs uh, where they're like CDs. You get 10 music beds. Each one's 100 bucks, and they come with a, uh, a non-exclusive license, but you have full use of it so people who do video and, and stuff like that uh, yeah, Rob, uh, they, uh, they're, yeah, they're 10 music beds. Each one has a theme. So I have a new one coming out March 1st called human beat volume one. And, uh, so yeah, definitely, uh, excited about those. I, I have one out on my website right now and, and a new one coming out March 1st. So you can go to soul motivation com and of course, check all that out. Ooh. Yeah. We got it right down there. Nice. I'll
1: take 30 copies. Thank you.
2: Yes. All right. You got it, buddy. I'll send them your way. Yep. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, We got to take a dollar for
0: him. If you don't, it's bad business. Yeah, that's fair. Right? Remember that? That was that old school joke. Okay. Yeah, right. (laughs) Rob from Hicks Video making us look real good tonight as always. And don't forget, we have our music video packages that we are um, in cohesion with. And we're working with Hicks Video and uh, his... uh, his cronies um, with that. So 229 right now, you can take 25% off of that or any other service in our store. Uh, if you use the code FEB25, that's FEB25. Uh, that's going through the end of the month. And uh, we'll be back here next week as always in the music live 111 starting at 10 o'clock Eastern time. Thanks everybody for joining us. Make sure you tell your friends about the show and come back next week. Will you? We'll see you then.
1: Peace. Cheers. Thank you.